Welcome to Mondays with Matt, with Matt Starkey. Start each week fresh with sound financial advice. Grab your coffee and maybe a pen. It's time to kick off your week with Matt. Hey everybody, welcome into this edition of Mondays with Matt. Matt and I are back to talk about things we can't plan for because we can't predict them. Uh, the crystal ball, the proverbial crystal ball, or the magic eight ball is not necessarily working. But maybe there's some indicators, but it's certainly one of those things that advisors always get some of these types of questions. So we thought we'd address them this week on the podcast. So as always, don't forget to subscribe to us if you haven't done so yet. Matt, what's going on, buddy? How are you? Hi, Mark. I am doing fantastic. Good. I, I It's February and um, we're excited. Well, we're going to record this podcast a little preemptively of the Super Bowl, but of yeah. course that's happening. And, uh, you know, the Detroit Lions are notorious for not making it past the first round of the football playoffs. Not even making and, uh, it to the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, Matthew Stafford was our quarterback for, I don't know how many years. Uh, over 10. Yeah. But uh, he, they traded him, and uh, he went to the Rams. And first year with another team, they are going to the Super Bowl. Things so, you couldn't predict, right? You know, things you could never have predicted. Yeah. And well, you, the other Stafford the other probably could. The Bengals. Yeah. Rookie Burrow, Joe Burrow. Technically, so, yeah, because he missed he missed his rookie season with a knee injury. So yeah. 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 So I mean, this is like his first his first gig, and man, I mean, both those guys are excellent quarterbacks. I remember watching Burrow in, in college and it's yeah. just phenomenal. So anyway, um, you couldn't predict that um, you'd you'd have this situation. And uh, that's kind of like today's topic of the podcast. Yeah, you know, I, Stafford probably was like, hey, I, I could predict it because I told you guys I could lead a team. <laughs> exactly. I, could, I could lead a team to the Super Bowl. But uh, as we all, as all of us long-suffering Lions fans know, uh, you know, it, it's it's an ownership thing. But uh, that's a that's a topic yeah. for a different podcast. Uh, the, yeah, there's I, plenty I, of sports podcasts that talk about that. So I think his wife his wife was like standing there going, "See, I told you oh, you could do this. She, yeah, <laughs> I knew she, you could do it. She, he could do it. That's right. He, I mean, he's a he's good good quarterback for sure. Yeah. Uh, all right, so let's talk about some of this financial stuff because one of the reasons I decided to chat about this a little bit, Matt, was you and I were talking briefly before we got started, and you were telling me that you know you almost inevitably always, not I, maybe always is too definitive, but you quite often will be someplace and you're chatting with someone and you let them know what you do for a living and they'll say, hey, well, when's the next market crash going to happen, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, like you somehow <laughs> exactly. have inside knowledge on when this is going to happen. I mean, we're in a 12-year bull run. It's not supposed to have gone this long. Yeah. You know, that in this uh, bull run or the last one um, was, was similar. You run 10, 12 years in a the 90s one. Yeah. Yep. And um, everybody's just fearful of the somebody, you know, what goes up must come down. I mean, we you hear all these sayings, right? Right. And um, you know, but the the next market crash, when is the next market crash going to happen? It's going to happen when the market is ready to crash. Um, everybody talks about stocks being overvalued. And you know what? It hasn't been any different the last five years. I mean, they literally have been waiting for this thing to crash. No, it's, yeah, I've joked many times. I've said, this is like a Rocky movie. Uh, the yeah. market is like Rocky. He keeps getting back up. You know, you think, yeah. oh, he's been beat. He's been beat down and he's not going to get up this time and he gets back up again. Something will make it fall, right? It's inevitably going to happen. But right now it's just, I mean, look at all the things that have been thrown at it and it still keeps going. Right. And that's the thing that focus on is, is if you look at history and you look at, you know, stock prices, you know, I always back people up a couple of, of 
several years okay. and, and go right. back to past crashes. I mean, we we thought we had peak oil in 1973, 74, like the earth is running out of oil. We're not going to have enough. And the market crashed then. And then we got into the 80s and everything was fine. Um, we had a, a flash crash in 1987. But then, you know, we had some roaring 90s and, and technology was introduced and, and came super strong and fast. And then in the 95 to 99, we had a huge run up in the market. Then the dot-com era, the bubble burst, they and said. The lost and, decade, and, and, yeah. And the market crash. And some people really, really got hurt. I, I've talked to people who weren't with me at that time, but they had lost, they said 70% of their of value they lost in, on, on paper. Now, if you sell when the market's down, then that's a behavioral issue because you gotta you got to stay in it if you're down that far. But here's the thing. Then we had a we had the decade that the 2000 to 2010 we had the double bubble we had the at the very beginning right yeah they call it the lost then, decade yep yeah and so uh, then we had who could have predicted the housing crisis and the the market crash there with the the mortgages the way where they were written well somebody the one the one gentleman who actually read the contracts of of what was happening said that this, this is all going to go down. And then the government had to get involved in bailing out banks because they wrote this funny paper, you know, right after everybody should own a home, you know, no, everybody <laughs> shouldn't own a home because they can't manage it. They can't find it. You know, they can't hand, handle their finances. So we don't know when the next crash is going to be. Then we, then we run into a pandemic here just in 2020, the market crashed in like three and a half weeks. And then it bounced back the same year and the market was up. So we don't know when the next market crash is going to happen, but the next long, you know, in, in the next 10 minutes, I can't tell you what's going to happen, but the next 10 years, I can tell you the market's going to be up and to the right because it always <laughs> has been that way. Right. But the question is, is when you go to retire, what is it going to be doing? And so that becomes the question that people get all, you know, they get all nervous about. And we've talked before about, you know, it's been easy the last 12 years as if you're a DIYer because the market's done pretty well overall for the last 12 years. It's had some hiccups. Mm -hmm. But, you know, so you want to be able to retire in any economy and in any market cycle, right? Whether it's up or down. So don't worry about predicting it. Worry about having a sound strategy that's going to let you you know, handle whatever comes your way. And that's really going to be the theme of these couple of items that I have on these things about predictions. Yes, there are historical market indicators, but again, this 12 year yep. bull run has shrugged a lot of those off. So sometimes those historical indicators don't actually come to pass. Uh, we'll talk about that with some, with some personal things as well in just a minute, but let's go to the next yep. one, Matt, healthcare cost. Okay. So, you know, what's a healthcare cost going to look like in 20 years? Well, we don't know. But there's some pretty strong indications that it's going up, right? I mean, because the cost of healthcare just has been going up. It outpaces inflation, and there's more and more people, and we're living longer and longer. So while you can't predict it, you can at least make an educated guess and at least have the conversations and start to plan for the fact that healthcare costs will more than likely be higher. Yeah, they're going up astronomically, you know, in the current environment that we're in. We've seen, you know, some pretty uh, you know and i'm going to back up here because the government when the when the government gets involved it seems like all the costs increase <laughs> um with whatever <laughs> we're talking about it whether it's food worse, or whether right. healthcare but um yeah we've seen some recent spikes in in prices and some things and um then we've we've run into uh, obviously we've run into the supply chain shortages due to you know people not working during the pandemic or having to be off of work and um, so there's this interruption in supply chain. 
anything like that could happen in the next six months that could cause your, your, your cost to spike. You know, it seems like whenever, why isn't it like our costs ever go down? You know? Yeah, no, right. Once, <laughs> once they go they, up, no one's willing to take, well, it, the, the, the shortage is over. So we're going to lower the price. And it seems yeah. like that only happens with a few items like oil, right. Or something like that. But yeah, yeah. with intentional planning, you know, yeah. and that's the thing too. It's like, if you intentionally plan here on the prices for healthcare to go down, um, what what we got to do is we really have to revamp the system that we're using and begin, you know, introducing some new ways or or maybe some new supply that will change that. But technology sometimes does that, where you know you got rid of. If you think back to the to the smartphone, you know, who has an answering machine anymore on their phone? <laughs> I mean. There might, be a, nobody. there might be a few <laughs> folks out there that still have a landline with an answering machine. There's a machine few on hanging it. on. But yeah. yeah, think about that. I mean, you got voicemail on your phone now. Changed a lot um, in 20 years. You right? don't, nobody, nobody loads up a camcorder and takes it to the family reunions <laughs> anymore. I mean, Christmas, right. everybody's on their phone. They're recording the videos that they want. Yeah, you, know, you see exactly. Santa Claus, you take your pictures on your phone. You don't have to wait two weeks for that stuff to develop. So technology changes, you know, obviously the price of an iPhone is like, thousand bucks where, you know, all these other miscellaneous items used to cost less. Well, healthcare is similar. I mean, you've even got now apps that linked to your body. You can use them on your watch or whatnot to take your pulse, to take your blood pressure and, and to, to let you know when you're, you know, your heart you is, sleep. is in rhythm. It monitors your sleep not. and all sorts of stuff. So yeah, I just saw an ad for uh, an app that monitors your snoring, yeah. believe it or not. So, yeah. so, so healthcare Although we like to say it's going to continue to raise sky high, if we have good technology, sometimes that actually will lower the cost of entry f- into the marketplace for for us to, True. to improve yeah. on some of that. True. So, well, but we can't it's still predict, strategy there, said, right? Yeah. We, we just can't really predict what that looks like. So 100%. you got to plan for it. So you got to strategize for having, and that's just basic healthcare, Matt, where, you know, getting into the conversation of what is long-term care going to look like in 20 years, geez, wow. you know, the yeah. cost of that, you know, with the, with the way it's going. So if you're doing, if you're doing nothing and you're not even having the conversation with your advisor about addressing healthcare or long-term care, you're doing yourself and your loved one a disservice because it's definitely going to be a factor. Uh, let's go to the, well, this is a similar one because I said the healthcare is outpacing inflation. Um, well, tax rates. Okay. So that's constantly the big big conversation piece. So if you're just walking into retirement within the last, say, the last five years, you know what the tax rates are. God willing, you're going to have a nice long retirement. You're going to see multiple presidents, right? You know, whatever your political ideology is, doesn't matter. You're going to see multiple administrations come and go in the 20, 25 years that you're, you know, hopefully retired, 30 years that you're retired. And so tax rates are probably going to change often and throughout that period. Now, right now, common sense and the smart money is on tax rates going up, Matt, because the country's broke and we've spent so much money. We really have. And and it's scary. I mean, I, I think about taxes right now and I think about what's being trying to be introduced for spending um, with this current administration. And it it freaks you out because what we've done is we've fattened our government, uh, in my estimation, so, so big and so much that um, now we have people that, okay, if you get the popular vote, you get elected literally from waitress to Congress <laughs> uh, or Senate. Uh, if you if you win this popular vote in your local community, you can you can go to D.C. and and, and be decision maker. Uh, that's pretty pretty scary, and it's gotten that way. Um, 
And we have to really be careful because a lot of these people probably can't manage their checkbook, let alone uh, run a government. And uh, the the spending beyond what we're bringing in, you know, you wouldn't run your household that way. No, Therefore, you couldn't. You yeah. should not try to run our country that way. Yeah. And I, my personal opinion is that those people can't balance their own budget, should not ever be allowed to be a decision maker in our in our country. Well, and, um, and and here's a scary thing to think about for a lot of folks when you're talking about taxes. Look, we we got thirty trillion dollars in debt. There is forty trillion dollars out there in uncollect. You know, taxes due on. Uh, there's forty trillion dollars in retirement accounts out there, and there's almost all of that's taxable, right? So yeah. it's got a huge target on it when it comes to how to get the government some money, which is why we are seeing so many rule changes to. Uh, you know, the taxes, potential tax rates, elimination of things like the stretch IRA or so that you now have to mm-hmm. do it faster so they can get the money quicker. So you've yep. got to be tax efficient, Matt, because tax rates are going to come and go. Right now, it's, the, you know, if you want to, you can say the devil and what you know. We know what it is for now and until 2026 unless they make a change. So are you being as efficient now as you could be? Right. And um, those tax rates are... are uh really, really scary for a lot of the retirees. And we got to pay attention. You know, you've got to pay attention. But our, our best guess is, like you say, I mean, taxes are going to are going to likely have to go up yeah. in order, in our, or, or at least stay the same, right? Yeah. At least stay the same. <laughs> yeah. So they're certainly not going to go down. <laughs> no, no. And, and, you know, um, just as a reference, you can go to usdebtclock.org uh, and you can watch the live, <laughs> the live, uh, view of what what our national deficit looks like oh, it's yeah. pretty pretty scary hey hey do um, you remember um do you remember tv do you remember the old twilight zone tv shows yeah the black and white ones so i, I caught an episode where uh, a, a couple asked they found a genie in a bottle i'll just make it short and sweet and they asked for a million dollars right uh-huh. And so I don't know if you if folks might remember this one. So basically, long and short of it, he gives them the million dollars. Well, eventually, and 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 word gets out around town, and and they're being very generous. They're giving money away to you know friends. They have a I think they run a pawn shop or something like that. And the uh, eventually, well, guess who shows up at the door? The tax man, right? And he informs <laughs> them. This is even on a TV show. And he informs them that they owe nine hundred thousand dollars of that million dollars. So they, because the taxes and yeah, the taxes in the early sixties was for the highest tax bracket was close to 90%. Right. So think about that. I just saw recently that California is trying to pass their income. They want their income tax, their state income tax to be 15%. Right. So if you're at, let's say, let's just say the fed does nothing and you're at 24%, let's just say you're at 24 and you live in California. Well, you're at 24 plus 15, Right. So you're at thirty. Yep. You're all basically at forty percent of your earnings is going to go to taxes. So are you being as efficient with it as you can be? Because it's only going to go up. Yeah, it's no wonder so many people are moving to Florida and Tennessee. You know, where states tax, with no yeah mm-hmm. state tax rates. You know, they that's what's going to come down to. Hey, can we survive on this? Fifteen. So yeah, exactly, I mean, tax right. tax rates are going to be uh, number one. They they are going to be unpredictable, but um, they are it's it's scary. And the way that we're we're spend now, I mean, if things don't change, they 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 have to go up, yep. or else there's no way to. To yeah. pay off these Which debts. is why, I mean, a lot of advisors like yourself have been so busy with Roth conversions and things of that nature because people yeah. are taking advantages of Get the tax in. rates now. So if you got those questions, you need some help, you want to be tax efficient, definitely reach out to Matt 
uh, here on the podcast because we're talking about things we can't predict. And Matt, we'll finish off with this last one, which is how long are you going to live? You know, I've joked with many advisors, and, and I'm sure you feel the same way. Your job would be a piece of cake if we all had an expiration date stamped on our arm, right? Oh, my gosh, yes. <laughs> you know, you could make the perfect plan, right, for every single person that walked in the door because it you know exactly be when you're going to expire. My uh, all the you know all the guys in my family you know I'm 50 years old I've already had heart surgery but my uh, my brother died at 57 my father died at 63 my grandfather died at 60 the indicators Matt are there the predictors are there that I'm going to die early but I'm not going to be so foolish as to spend all my money by the time I get to 65 in case I'm wrong and I need That's money right. when I'm 75 <laughs> yeah you got to really watch this and be careful you know in terms of planning. Um, yeah, none of us can, can choose when we're going to, you know, when we're going to expire. Right. But, um, you know, I think your state of mind has a lot to do with that. Um, I talk to people all the time that some of them are, are, are great. They're having a great day, you know, having a, this is your, my best year. You know, I talked to one gentleman who every year I talked to him, it was like, uh, he was in the financial services, you know, oh, this might been my best year ever. I mean, I'm making more money than I ever. And, you know, life is good and this and that. And you know what, you know, just, uh, just a year ago after having COVID, he, he, he didn't survive. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, this is a guy who I've known for 20, over 20 years in the industry. And, um, you, you know, it just, it takes you by surprise. Yeah, and so sometimes yeah. we have sudden death and sometimes we have illness and it's easier to plan. But uh, yeah, you, you don't know how long you're going to live. So typically in planning, we want to err on the side of caution and say, yeah, we, we plan to live to 95. You know, as we were talking in the podcast ahead of, or ahead of this podcast is, you know, I think I've always thought, you know, like 85, you know, I, I can't imagine wanting to myself, you know, what, what haven't I done by the time I'm age 90? I mean, how, how <laughs> right. long do you want to live? But right. um, I always go back to this proverb 23, seven, it says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So that has to do with a lot of how we view and how we see life. Yeah. Um, yeah. You don't, you don't know. So you've got to be prepared. And, you know, if, again, if you have loved ones and you got, maybe have some of that debt lingering around, make sure and you got to talk to a financial advisor about making sure that you have the right amounts of, of money available. Is it taxable? Is it not? You know, make sure you have life insurance if you if you need it to to replace income and and make sure you got your will and powers of attorney and all that good stuff done. So yeah, as unpredictable as it isn't, is how long are you going to live? There's some steps you can take to shore up the base so that your loved ones are protected if if it's early. That's right. Yeah. So the, I mean, it, it's the old cliche, when, especially when it comes to financial conversations. Uh, there's always the saying of, well, I don't have a crystal ball or my crystal ball's in a shop or whatever the case is. The it's magic broken. eight, yeah, the magic eight <laughs> ball is not doing its thing. So there's definitely things we cannot predict, but we can certainly take into account some factors, but then strategize to be able to handle, you know, different scenarios. And you can stress test those scenarios. You can stress test your portfolio and run it out to age 90 or 85 or 95, whatever that might be. You can stress test tax rates and scenarios and do different things of that nature so that you can have the plan built that's going to help you get to and through retirement and also ebb and flow and change along the way. So if you got some questions, you need some help, reach out to Matt at GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com. That's GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on every platform you like to use for podcasting and 
We'll see you next time here on Mondays with Matt. Matt, thanks for hanging out, buddy. Hey, thanks, Mark. And just a last minute thought for all of those. I I say this tongue in cheek, but if you haven't planned for retirement and you haven't any long-term care plan, you can always go commit a horrendous crime in Hawaii and, you know, (laughs) (laughs) spend the rest of your life in the penitentiary. Let's advise not. Yeah. (laughs) Let's advise not. There's definitely better ways to do that. Right. So, yeah. So, well, thanks for listening today, everybody. Um, We're, we're always glad that you tuned in and you're, you're getting smarter, I think, by listening to our there podcast. You go. Exactly. So exactly. We'll see you next time on Mondays with Matt. And uh, if you need to get a hold of us in the meantime, as Mark said, give us a call or go to the website and you can reach us. Yep. And it, while the weather is better in Hawaii uh, than it is in Michigan, I, I, th- I think I'm just going to stop into Matt's office instead and plan that way. That so sounds like a good plan. <laughs> we'll see you next time here, folks, on Mondays with Matt. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.